I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for taking a little time to listen today, and I do hope and I pray that as we journey together, you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. You ready for a little small talk? All right, here we go. So, how's the weather? (laughs) Here in Chicagoland, we really appreciate the sunshine. We did it. Chicago is a wonderful place with all four seasons, and we do winter like we mean it. So, when the sunshine arrives and the warmth, because sometimes it's sunny, but it's cold, but when the sunshine arrives and it's warm and the flowers and the trees begin to really bloom, it is spectacular in so many ways. And I think part of the, the, the amazement that happens and the appreciation is because we have been able to witness such dramatic seasonal transitions here in the Midwest. That's the way it is. There are dramatic seasonal trans, you know, transitions that happen. So it's not just hot all the time or cold all the time. We've got all four seasons. So when it gets warm and sunny, we really, really appreciate it here. And I was visiting recently one of my favorite Chicago beaches. It's off North Avenue. And there you get a stunning, staggering view of the Chicago skyline in one direction. So you're looking over here and you see this undeniable evidence of the creativity, the the artistry, the architectural genius of man, the work of man in one direction. It's, it's, it's amazing. And then you turn around in the other direction and you see the miraculous, stunning, wonder-filled view of beautiful Lake Michigan. I mean, it's so beautiful. It's almost magical. You can't even believe your eyes on those beautiful days where the, the skies are filled with puffy clouds and the waves are just right. Now, did you know Lake Michigan is one of the largest lakes in the world? And the beaches are filled with soft, beautiful sand, so many beautiful stones and rocks that it seems to me that there's at least one type of every type of non-precious stone on earth right there on the shores of that lake. And all of them, all the stones are precious to me because I collect rocks. I've collected rocks since I was 10 years old. So I have quite a considerable rock collection. So it's just really beautiful on so many levels. And I was there recently and just thinking about how our planet is truly a work of art. It's the perfect habitat for creatures like you and me, the perfect home for humans doing life as humans, a life and existence that was meant from the beginning to be the equivalent of walking through and caring for and enjoying and delighting in a seemingly endless garden with God. Everything we needed all in one place, everything we need all in one place, simple and free, free from all of the alarms and the traffic and the schedules, emails, text messages, notifications, agendas, just free, simply sowing, waiting, growing, enjoying, meandering and wandering on this beautiful planet, harvesting, loving and living as humans were designed to live. My heartfelt prayer for you right now is that you will make time 
if you haven't already, to just get outside as soon as possible for just a moment. Or even, I know, this is tiny habits for successful soul care. But today I'm going to suggest that if it's been a while and you're not in the habit of getting outside, just to be outside and enjoy God's artwork, that you will take a day or an afternoon, just go out and bathe in the beauty and the simplicity and the order even of nature. The design there is just so calming. Your soul will thank you if you do. So I'm wondering, where are your favorite places to get outside and spend time just thanking God for His work, thanking Him with your eyes, noticing and, and just marveling, taking in the sense of the flowers who are beautiful. They're beautiful and fragrant just because He said so. Feel the grass between your toes or the sand in your toes or the rough bark under your hands as you literally climb a tree. You're never too old to climb a tree. Um, it's never not fun. (laughs) Highly recommend tree climbing. And sometimes when I'm feeling particularly overwhelmed by This American Life, which happens to be the title of one of my favorite shows on NPR, but when you feel overwhelmed, as I often do by this American modern life, sometimes I'll just sit beneath and I will literally touch a tree with my hands as I pray a thankful prayer. So yes, I am a literal tree hugger. (laughs) Something happens within me that brings calm when I touch the trunk of a tree or I feel a stone in my hands, which is fascinating because the stones, the grass, and the tree, when you scale them down, behavior design, tiny habits, it's all about scaling down to the tiniest possible levels. When you scale these wondrous items down, they are actually a collection of molecules, tiny invisible atoms that you and I experience as sensations in our eyes and sensory experiences that we have when we're examining or enjoying the tree are produced as C.S. Lewis once wrote. He said they're produced by variations, no vibrations, he said, that's, the, that's it. They're produced by vibrations in the ether between you and me and the tree. Now, Lewis was famous for many reasons, including his love and appreciation for nature and the theology of beauty, its purpose, and the way that true beauty, when we see something that's truly beautiful, like we see in nature, it's actually fulfilling a human need, just like air, food, and water. You'll often hear me say in my workshops or at opportunities to share that affirmation is a human need. We need affirmation and appreciation as much as we need air, food, and water, but we also need beauty. Without beauty, truly beautiful things, our souls and our spirits, they begin to be starved and they just fade, which is why beauty is such a powerful idol for so many. We seek beauty because it reminds us of our origins and our creator. When we see beautiful things, we we feel a sense of calm and peace and hope because God is the one who's the very definition and the source of all things that are truly beautiful. And things that are truly beautiful, they cause no harm. In matters of tree hugging, Lewis said, he wrote that the beauty of the tree or anything in nature is not in matter at all, 
but it is something purely spiritual, arising mysteriously out of the relation between me and you and the tree. The beauty seems to just emanate from some indwelling spirit he wrote about. And I believe, I I agree with this, I believe that this is the evidence of the original artist, our awesome creator, God. As the scripture says in the New Testament book called Romans, the basic reality, this is in the first chapter of the book of Romans, the basic reality of God is plain enough. Open your eyes and there it is. By taking a long and thoughtful look at what God has created, they can't see. They can see it, but experience it. Of course, I'm paraphrasing here this this verse, and um, I'm reading from the message, most of this from the the message, but I I commonly make it into the Junie translation there. But the scripture in the message, it says it like this. I love this. For instance, we can see, not with our eyes, but we can experience the mystery of of his divine being. So nobody has a good excuse for denying that nature from rocks to the trees, the animal kingdom, the entire multiverse. This is me now. There is a purely spiritual, miraculous, indwelling power. There's order and magnificence to it all. So take a look at Romans chapter one, and you'll, you'll see that from the beginning. You know, we're without excuse. This beauty, this nature, this power of God right there before us. Now, because of this, no matter what chaos you and I are facing, no matter what trials or deadlines, what heartache, getting outside into nature, if we focus on God's artwork and take our hearts and minds off of our troubles, if we focus on God's work instead of our regrets and confusion, maybe just stare at a flower or watch some squirrels camp, you know, scamper by, watch a bird flying and watch the birds do what birdies do maybe feed the ducks. Just focus on pure nature. Even if you're homeless, like I was as a little girl, I say, just just get outside. And I would go outside as a little girl, a homeless girl, and I would say, well, there's nothing that's bigger than the power and the might of God. My, my, My problems are not bigger than whoever or whatever made all of this, the stars, the clouds, the moon. And I would marvel at the fact that no matter how big my problems seemed, gazing at the heavens reminded me that nothing is bigger than or more powerful than our God, the one who made you and he made me to love and to know him forever and ever and be loved by him. So you've probably guessed it. The tiny habit for successful soul care tip for now is to please, please just get outside. Focus on God's artwork, the masterpiece of his love there for us to see and enjoy and to be reminded of simpler times and God's will for us to rest and live in love from the overflow of his love every day. One day, I believe we will return to simple human life, caring for, keeping, and enjoying this beautiful planet he made just for you and me. But until then, I pray that you will take a moment, a tiny moment, to just go and be amazed. Appreciate what no man can make and no sorrow or heartache can take from you. It's God's design with you in mind because he loves you so very, very much. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. I hope you'll stop by my website, juniefelix.com, for more encouraging resources and to go ahead and order your copy. You can order now, pre-order. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.